I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm speaking with John W. Kane, who's from the Department of Mathematics and Computer Science at the University of Richmond. We begin part two. John will answer the question about whether he'd like to see more mathematicians in the field. Oh, I would love to. And I sort of highlighted six challenge problems that, you know, selfishly, they, they appeal to me because I think they're interesting questions. But they should, of course, come with a disclaimer that some of them are already pretty hot areas for research already. But on the other hand, I, I also think that they're very fertile areas that have a lot of potential for mathematicians to influence the way that diagnosis of pathology is done or just understanding mechanisms for onset of arrhythmias. I have a strong belief that each of those six problems that I happen to choose to highlight in that, um, I, there, there are many, many other things that could have been picked for that article, but I really do feel that those six have a lot of potential for really understanding mechanisms for onset of arrhythmias and then ways to go about trying to, to fix them. Um, so I, I tried to pick things that I felt that there would actually be a, a possibility that a mathematician or a statistician could say something that would genuinely impact human health in a positive way. One thing that was surprising to me was that your heart rhythm can actually be too regular. Absolutely. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty surprised when I first learned that as well. The person I learned it from basically explained that they were getting some data from infants in a neonatal ICU at a nearby hospital. And, you know, I, at first I guess I thought that I misheard them that, oh, okay, so you're saying that these heart rhythms are too regular. And actually you would expect there to be some variability in the rhythm because the different neurotransmitters that are regulating your heart rhythm, you know, there actually should be some fluctuations in your heart rate based upon, you know, what these neurotransmitters are saying that your heart's natural pacemaker cells should be doing. And it's actually a sign of pretty serious pathology if your heart rhythm is too regular. And one group of patients that they were particularly interested in, in automated diagnosis of certain types of pathologies were infants in these neonatal ICUs who had extremely regular heart rhythms. Uh, to shift gears probably tremendously, uh, is the groundhog still your favorite animal? <laughs> um, yes, uh, and, and that also stems from graduate school. We, we didn't have those in North Carolina where I grew up, and when I first started graduate school um, up in New Jersey for a little while before transferring down to Duke, there was one that lived outside my window when I was uh, doing my graduate student stuff. And I used to like to feed apples <laughs> to the groundhog, and so I really started to become a big fan. So is your favorite commercial the one where the farmer says, quit chucking my wood? <laughs> I, I did get a kick out of that. I think my sister said, you've got to see this commercial uh, just just based on my, I don't know, I don't know why I love those animals so much. I know that farmers and, and other folks really view them as pests, but mm -hmm. for some reason they just seem cute to me. <laughs> so, John, is there anything you'd like to add about the subject? I, I suppose that the the one thing I really would would like to close with, and I've, I've said this before, and I really want to emphasize it, especially to any graduate students who are just starting out, mostly the ones in applied mathematics, but really to anybody, cardiology is really ripe with problems that I think offer just so much room for unexplored territory in which mathematicians, statisticians, operations researchers, you name it, can make an impact on human health. And it's just a matter of being willing to seek out those problems, be willing to speak with people who are in different fields. Uh, don't be shy about trying to overcome that initial language gap with a biomedical engineer or a clinician who's actually in there doing the heart surgeries. 
because I, I really do feel that our community can help out. Uh, I think we can really help understand some of the mechanisms for, for just certain types of arrhythmias, and I, I believe mathematicians offer a unique perspective that I really do hope improves human health. That's John W. Kane from the University of Richmond. John, thanks very much. Uh, my pleasure.